The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like our show, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, the All-Inclusive Podcast with Jay Ruderman. Great show. Anywhere you find your podcast, find the All-Inclusive Podcast with Jay Ruderman for a great cause, the Ruderman Foundation. So we might be talking some pets today. Do you like the pets? Do you like the dogs? Um, I myself... Grew up allergic to dogs, but now my girlfriend's dog is the love of my life, and maybe Kobe will enjoy trying the treats provided by Polka Dog. You're going to hear about this company today because we have the co-founder, Deb Suchman, on the show with us here in the virtual studio. Let's give her a round of applause. <laughs> Deb, how are you? Hey, Dave. I'm pretty good. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. My pleasure. So... I don't know much about dog treats, but this sounds like a very interesting venture. Tell us a little bit about what makes Polka Dog different. Why that life is more than just, you know, puppy chow, I guess, and maybe how you got into this. Tell us the story. Yeah, sure thing. Um, So I guess one of the things that makes us different is um, we, my, my business partner, Rob, and I started Polka Dog. It's been a while now since um, we started it in 2002, and um, we just originally just started it with this small little brick and mortar store in the south end of Boston where we'd make our own treats for dogs, and it was just a very small kind of community neighborhood store, um, and we, you know, we did everything. We were the only employees. Mm-hmm. And so making treats for dogs and now also cats has always been um really you know kind of the crux of who we are as a company um you know using healthy simple um sustainable ingredients and um you know that that's basically kind of the root of who we are as a company and then also creating these like neighborhood stores within boston and where people can come with their dogs and sometimes they come with their cats too um they can you know just you know be there and be happy their dogs are happy it's kind of just like a fun like experience um to be able to have your dog and experience that like the name the name of the company i take it is a play on polka dot but was there another inspiration why is it called polka dog yeah sure um so we had a dog that we had adopted from puerto rico um her name was pearl and she only had one eye. So she, um, she was this kind of, when we adopted her, she was very old and malnourished. And um, she would, um, but she was this like scrappy little, like kind of happy little dog. And um, she would try to see everything within the one eye. So she did this kind of wiggle and dance. <laughs> and that's- and then you set it to some polka music and uh, 
Yeah. That, that could have been a yeah. viral video right there. You're, you're, yeah, it's... fun fact. Um, for the first year we had our little store in 2002, the only music we have played in the store is Polka music. Oh, really? So, That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think it became pretty annoying for our customers, yeah. but we <laughs> let that go. <laughs> well, you know, it's your brand. It's on brand. So <laughs> tell, uh, tell me, how do you know when a dog really thinks something tastes great? <laughs> Other than, I guess, yeah. the obvious. Tell, tell me about that question <laughs> um well dogs you know like people like some dogs will eat everything and some dogs are very finicky and it just often it will depend on what you know you know the dog and then also what they might be eating. you know if they're getting fed scraps they, they might only want scraps but um they you know i think some dogs you know it just kind of you, you can you can kind of tell after a dog eats a treat and then how they react right after that mm-hmm. um if they're looking at you and salivating you know that's usually a sign that they're happy, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, but you know, it just depends on the dog. I and mean, some dogs, like I said, some dogs are really finicky. So it's kind of fun to come out with treats to, you know, to make the most finicky of dogs excited. Mm. Yeah. You know what? You can, I asked the question, but I, I know for a fact you can tell cause this dog Kobe, that's my best friend now, you know, he, it's actually my girlfriend's dog, like I said, but anyway, he, but he, he will come up to me and I know he wants something and I know there are five kind of treats in the cabinet that at any given time. But I know there's only one of them that he wants because you'll put out the other ones and he'll just look at you like, what are you stupid? I didn't want that one. That's garbage. And he'll wait for the one. And then of course you run out of that one first. Um, the, this, the, the products that you have here just look very interesting. They look so good that it would be the kind of thing I would pick up and go, I want to try some of these, but, uh, I wonder how you came up with some of these uh, clam chow- clam chowder, salmon says very clever, wonder nuggets, cod skins. Um, is it fun coming up with these the, the different products and how do you actually do it? Yeah, so um, a lot of times it, it starts with like what's available as far as resources, um, as far as like ingredients. Um, so like our local processors or what's being caught locally in the ocean, or sometimes our local farmers. Um, so sometimes it'll come with you know start with that. And then, um, you know, and then we'll formulate, uh, work on a recipe based on what's available and, um, mm. you know, what, what is healthy and good for dogs. And then, and then you usually, and, it, and this will, you know, there'll be input from various people, um, you know, sometimes from me, sometimes from Rob, my partner, Rob, sometimes from our designer, Jan, like, or, you know, my husband is a writer and he's, he, you know, he, I'll give him credit for Salmon Says. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. So like everyone, you know, you don't know where the inspiration sometimes will come from. Um, and then, you know, it's fun. I think, you know, we, we come from creative backgrounds originally. So I think both my partner and I, partner Rob and I like, um, working on some of this creative, um, projects. So we work with like local illustrators for the designs. Um, and then we'll, you know, we, we have fun with the names and the stories. Yeah. Yeah. So, and your website's very cool. And by the way, you should go there, folks, to find out about Polka Dog. It's uh, like it sounds, I guess like it sounds, P-O-L-K-A Dog. It's the word Polka, people. Polkadog.com is where you go. So, I mean, your tagline is slowly dehydrated, quickly devoured. Why is the, is the dehydration process, is that particularly, it must be important for you to lead with that. Yeah. Um, we dehydrate, we dry all our treats. Um, we're actually in the process of you know, that's why I'm not, I'm, yeah, that's the, our, our, our kitchen is very loud right now because we're installing a huge new dryer, but, um, that's why you're in the car now. I, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so we dry all our treats and um, yeah, it just, it, it, you know, it preserves a lot of the nutrients and when you're slowly drying um, meats and fish. And um, so it's just minimally processed. Okay. Now, I'm sorry if I missed this. Do you still have the brick and mortar um, store or is it all? Yeah, yeah. South End's pretty dear to my heart because that's, that's our oldest. We've been in the South End since 2002. Um, we used, and that's where we used to, that's where we started making everything. And, you know, now we have um, eight retail stores in the Boston area. So, um, you know, we have them anywhere from Boston, North End, um, I mean, sorry, North End, South End, Jamaica Plain, Linfield, Chestnut Hill. We have our newest store that we are we just opened in Dedham. That we're really exciting excited about at Legacy Place. Wow, that's um, whereabouts in Dedham? It's at Legacy Place. Oh, at Legacy like Place. Oakland. I didn't hear you say that. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, so cool. Yeah, I'm by there all the time. I mean, I'm in Westwood here. I could drop. I could stop over and get some treats for uh, for Kobe. Um, now here's the here's the question that I don't know if I should be asking, but do you actually try the treats like when you make them or no? Uh, I don't really so much anymore. I mean, a long time ago, I, we had like a pizza treat and a peanut butter treat. And, you know, when you're working all the time, it's easy to skip lunch. And sometimes I would eat them <laughs> for snacks. But, <laughs> the truth comes out. Yes. That was a long time. I, I don't really do that anymore. Now I really just like to test it on dogs and cats. But I do have so many people come forward and admit that they have eaten dog treats. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they look really good. I mean, I guess I, there's nothing wrong with them, right? I've seen plenty of people eat my dog treats in front of me. So That means they're good. They must be good. Yes. Um, <laughs> so do, do you have dogs now? That's a silly question. I'm sure you do. Tell me about your the animals in your family. Yeah, you know, I've always had dogs. And um, I my I don't right now. And um, Oh, you don't? But, okay. Yeah, my son, I had a, I, my son was born and... Um, he's young and my dog of 15 years passed away, like several months after he was born. And then between having our son and raising him, I mean, he's still young now, but, and then having a business, you know, we took a break. Um, my husband said no. (laughs) And now, uh, yeah, I'm working on it. Well, yeah, you, you, if you want to, you want to keep it down to, um, one organism producing poop in in the household at a time because if you know there's only so much yeah. poop a person can stand it is uh polkadog.com where you go to order the treats and um and now of course in, in Dedham Legacy Place and other locations which I'm sure you can find all here on the website right you have a rewards system that's interesting you actually try to um sort of get people into this polka dog family right tell us about that oh yeah yeah, yeah, you get you, you you can if you sign up for Polka Dog Family, there are all sorts of benefits that you can um, you know uh, take advantage of. I definitely recommend um, signing up. Okay, um, yeah, you get to sign up and instantly receive fifty points if you're a listener. Just mention the Boston podcast. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to mention the Boston podcast. Just sign up. Just sign up and instantly receive uh, fifty points. So. Um, before we uh, close out the show, we're going to do an edition of Good Stuff where both Deb and I will recommend something good. Um, and I'm going to be recommending a TV show. Deb has something I don't know. It's a mystery. But she's had all of like seven minutes to prepare for this, so cut her some slack. But um, but I'm like a, a movie freak and a TV freak. Are, do you have a, a favorite either TV or movie show that depicts the love of dogs? Um 
very well because I'm trying to rack my brain and think of one. I can't, I can't necessarily think of a good one. Although when I was a kid, I used to love those Benji movies. The Benji movies are fantastic. But do you have a favorite? Yeah. I haven't watched that for a long time. Yeah. Um, dog movie. Um, I've never seen Old Yeller. So and and it's oh. it sounds like it's very sad. So I don't I don't want to uh, watch it. Yeah. But you know, I really I mean a lot of like I have a lot of like kind of like sappy. You're not sappy, but like story. I mean, I remember the dog books when growing up, and like I always think of like where the red fern grows when I was little, reading mm-hmm. that book and mm. Old Yeller and White Fang, and those were like as a kid, those were like kind of my, you know, my loved books. Yeah, there were too many of them where the dog dies at the end. I mean, it's just, I know that's a part of life, and they don't live right. as long as we do, but it, but it's always heartbreaking. Um, I remember taking my kids to see Hotel for Dogs. Which is just, um, you know, it's a kids movie, so it's silly, but it's like these talking dogs running a hotel. It's, um, I would recommend that actually, hotel for dogs. Um, you do or don't? Oh yeah, I do. I, I do. do. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hit or miss on the talking animals thing. Let's face it, Hollywood hasn't completely figured it out yet. <laughs> Uh, All right, we're going to take a break. Less than a minute, we'll be back here to uh, play some good stuff and continue with Deb Suchman. Don't forget polkadog.com, polkadog.com for treats for your dog and maybe for you in a pinch because uh, they're good, I hear. We'll be right back. Stick with us. Hi, I'm Jay Ruderman. All Inclusive is a podcast focused on inclusion and social justice. Join me as I interview leaders and experts on the latest news focused on advocacy for social justice. In order to make progress that will lead to a more equitable future, honest discussions must be held. That is what All Inclusive is all about. Listen and subscribe to the All Inclusive podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Visit the show website for more information and full episode transcripts at www.allinclusivepodcast.com. And continuing here with Deb Suchman from Polka Dog. I promised a round of good stuff, so let's go into it right now. Oh, that's the good stuff. Our listeners are waited with uh, waiting with bated breath. Deb, do you have something good to recommend to our audience? Yeah, sure thing. Um, I'm going to recommend Save the Harbor, Save the Bay. Mm. They're our neighbors over at Boston Fish Pier, and they're a local nonprofit. Um, they do a lot of cleanup in the Boston Harbor um, around around Boston, and they also do um, they provide accessibility. I mean, they're, they're they're one of their missions is provide accessibility to the water. So they do like free um, boat trips to the Boston Harbor Islands for kids and families. Um, it's a really cool program. Save the Harbor, Save the Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Okay, I want to see if we can uh, find... Yeah, it's save, uh, savetheharbor.org. So, um, excellent cause. Excellent uh, excellent suggestion. Save Savetheharbor.org is where you go if you want more information or to contribute or help or any of that business. So um, I'll recommend something completely different. And uh, this has to do, this is a TV show that has to do with cliches. So my painful segue is, how many cliches are there about dogs? Like raining cats and dogs. I've been working like a dog. Okay. So that's my attempt at a uh, segue. And Netflix has a new show called Attack of the 
Hollywood cliches, and it's it's just funny, and it's hosted by Rob Lowe, and I'm going to uh, play a little bit of the trailer here. And, Deb, you're in the car, so I don't know if you'll be able to see it, but you'll definitely be able to hear it. And listeners, you'll be able to hear it. Here's a little bit of the trailer for Attack of the Hollywood Clichés on Netflix. Thousands of movies are released every year. That's a lot of stories. Stock characters, familiar story beats, and convenient plot devices have crept in over time. Tonight, we celebrate the cliches that have made cinema what it is today. There's a bloodlust that a great villain creates in an audience. You can say gibberish dialogue with great conviction. These are trophies I keep in my den as paperweights. How do you suggest the act of sex without actually showing it? Is it raining outside? Music will be building. Bodies will look amazing. It's so passionate. We all know what's going to happen. We don't really need to see the next bit. The Wilhelm scream. It's an industry joke. We need a new scream. Need a character to express surprise? Give them a drink. What's a hard on, Daddy? All right, so that's we'll stop it there. That's a little bit of the trailer for it. It's uh, just out on Netflix, Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. But, um, by the way, Rob Lowe hasn't aged since 1987, that bastard. Doesn't he look great? He good. Yeah. Uh, and so you heard a couple of the clichés that they deal with. This is one of, just my, one of my favorite subjects. He mentioned uh, spit takes when, you, when, when someone has to express surprise, have the character coincidentally just have something to drink and then spit it out. And all kinds of other funny cliches, like right before a character dies, they usually, you know, if it's someone in like a, in aircraft, like in a war movie, they'll inevitably look at their picture of their girlfriend right before they get shot down. You know, it happens all the time. So... Um, I do recommend that show, and I recommend Polka Dog, polkadog.com, um, for all your delicious uh, dog treats. Anything we haven't uh, covered, Deb, that you want to tell the audience about, about what you guys have going on? I don't, I don't know. I mean, if anyone's – I mean, we do sell our, – our treats are all over the country, um, so we sell to other independent stores around the country as well. Um, you know, if you're visiting – I mean, you know, if, if, if you have any listeners that are outside of Boston. We do, yeah. Um Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, we um, we work with independent retailers all over the country, so um, we have a pretty wide distribution. Yeah, the Boston podcast is listened to in um, about sixty different countries, and oh, I, wow. I, yeah, okay. I don't know why. So if anyone's from, if anyone's <laughs> listening in Korea, we have a great partnership with um, um, a company in Korea, and so we have distribution in Korea, in Canada, and Panama right now. Um, so those are. That's it right now, Hong Kong. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Dog treat empire. I love it. Um, thank you so much, Deb, for joining us. I know you had to do it from your car because it's noisy in the kitchen, but I think we got it done. Did you have a good time? Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. All right. Uh, Deb Sutchman, thanks so much. Polka Dog and polkadog.com. I want to thank our sponsor, the all-inclusive podcast with Jay Ruderman. Find that pod wherever you find your pods. And by the way, if you want your own podcast, kids, you could be the next big podcast star. Go to pod617.com. It's what we do. We produce podcasts here in our Westwood Mass studios or remotely, wherever you are. If you're in the Ukraine, where I have seven listeners, then we could be doing your podcast. So, hey, get in touch. Thanks so much on behalf of Deb and everyone at Polka Dog and all the doggies out there. My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.